Have you ever wondered if there is a place where you could go in order to discover who your soul is? Who have you been in former lifetimes? Or even better, what guidance would be helpful to help you align to your soul's purpose? Maybe because you're feeling all sorts of out of place? Or just maybe because you're curious? I mean, there isn't a Google per se for our soul. Sure, you can go online and try to find out about your family, your family tree, how far back your lineage lineage goes, but not specifically to you, to your soul, and your soul's purpose. Well, that's what we're going to dive into today. We're going to kind of take a sneak peek at Akashic Records. So Akashic Records is our stream of soul records. It is basically a library that provides us insight to our soul's purpose, our former lifetimes, and even provides us the opportunity to heal any blocks that might be getting in the way of our life's purpose. Our guest today is Emily Logan from Emily the Mystic. She is an Akashic Records Master Consultant and Psychic Medium and Guide for those looking to expand their psychic development. While growing up, she was obsessed with all things mystical and supernatural. She would spend long hours at Barnes & Nobles with her mom, specifically in the New Age aisle, soaking in anything psychic, reading auras, the law of attraction, tarot, astrology, and more. Her dad would buy her crystals from the Science Museum gift shop near where his office was located. Those mystical interests never left Emily. Early on in 2020, Emily began having a series of spiritual experiences and her psychic gifts really began to unfold. She learned and developed her mediumship skills through Allison Shine, Allison's Spirit Circles, which led Emily to offer readings through her social media platforms, and the rest is history. She offers a variety of healing modalities, including the Akashic Record Recordings. She obtained her Akashic Records Mastery Certification through Jennifer Longmore's Soul Journey Program, and that's exactly what we're going to dive in today, along with a few other topics that will kind of just expand on Akashic Records, tapping into your guides, and any tips or advice for you if you're looking for a little bit more. What really resonated with me about Emily was that she was an advocate for self-love. And as you know, here on Unconscious Blueprint, we target self-love, part of our journey and our healing while weaving in the four bodies, basically. So our physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, and the spiritual body. Each body holds a profound wealth of wisdom and information that is intended to be drawn upon in order to keep the individual balance, oriented, and ready to engage the world, achieving self-love and acceptance for ourselves to create the life that we desire. She loves to remind everyone that she works with that we all create our own reality. And that is so true. Your surroundings and situations right now reflect your thoughts and how you see yourself. And it all starts from the inside. Do you want that dream career? Learn to love yourself first. To meet your dream partner, learn to love yourself first. Do you want to travel the world? Learn to love yourself first. Are you seeing a pattern yet? And the pattern is that it starts with you. 
If life is treating you poorly, then take a look at how you're treating yourself. The world isn't against you, but maybe you might be against yourself. Fall in love with yourself first and the rest will fall into place. All right, what is Akashic Records? So they are a quantum library of information about your soul, past, present, and future. Emily describes the Akashic Records as being a form of iCloud storage for your soul. They contain the unlimited wisdom and potential of your soul in quantum fields. The Akashic Record also like a blueprint, gives us divine guidance for how to live our best life in the most easy, joyous, and miraculously way possible. It is important to note that because your Akashic Record exists in the quantum field, we can also heal and clear any energy blocks at an instant. If we come up with any energy blocks during the session that needs to be released, we're able to work with the record keepers to clear that energetic pattern or resistance from your life for good. So now that you know a little bit about Akashic Records, help me welcome Emily Logan. Welcome, Emily. I am so excited that you're here today. Thank you so much. I am so blessed to be here and I cannot wait to chat about all of the cool spiritual topics that we're going to go into today. Yay. So I figured let's just get it going with Akashic Records. So I love that you basically state that the Akashic Records is a form of an iCloud storage for our soul. So do you want to jump into that? Yeah, absolutely. So There are a lot of misconceptions about the Akashic Records because in the community, we do refer to them as the Akashic Library. So a lot of people think that, and when I first started on this journey too, I totally had this belief that the Akasha was actually a physical library with physical books about, of information about every soul and everything ever in existence, but it's actually not a physical library. In fact, the information is stored, in my, in my personal belief, in the fifth dimensional frequency. So when I tap into the Akashic Records for myself, for my clients, and each one of us, every single soul on this planet, and all of our loved ones on the other side, we all have an Akashic Record with the information about our soul. So for me as the practitioner, when I tap into your Akashic Record as the client, I use my psychic gifts in order to basically download that information from the fifth dimensional cloud storage library, which is pretty cool. Well, let's just say, you know, some of your clients or even me, like, what do people come to you for? Is it like, do you find that it's maybe a mix of people that are either stuck in a place of their life and they just kind of want to figure out like some purpose right behind what is happening or maybe some help and guidance to move forward or is it just you know somebody that's like hey I'm in a really good place I just want to figure out what's next in my life what has been your experience yeah absolutely it's definitely been a combination of all of those things so the type of Akashic Records mentoring and coaching that I do is really focused on helping people moving past, move past some of those stubborn blocks or resistance that's coming up towards making choices, making decisions and taking a new path. 
So the really cool thing about coaching in the Akashic Records is if a client comes to me with some sort of energetic block that they're jumping up against. So that could be perhaps they are starting a new business and they're feeling really stuck with getting things off the ground. Perhaps they are really struggling with money and finances and they just can't figure out how they can save and hold on to the the hard-earned money that they're receiving. Or even if they're coming up against a relationship block, so say they're really feeling like they're not being seen or heard by their partner in their relationship. When I tap into the Akashic Records for them, I ask the guides a series of questions to kind of diagnose the issue to see what's going on. And usually it will have a root cause leading back to perhaps a past life. It could be a traumatic situation from their childhood or something from this current lifetime. It could be a projected belief system from one of their parents that they inherited. It could even be ancestral trauma (laughs) that they have inherited. So it can be a whole variety of different things. So when we're working in the Akashic Records, I am able to work with your guides to get to the root of whatever the energy block is coming from. And then because we're working in the energy of the fifth dimension, we're actually able to clear and release the energetic block in the moment, which is so powerful. So my clients actually experience real shifts from these sessions. It's not just like a traditional intuitive or psychic guidance session where I just give them the information. They actually receive the benefit of having that energy healed and cleared in the moment so they can move forward the next day and the day after that feeling clear about where they are going. I love that. I, and I love, I think to your point, just being able to coach them. And oftentimes I think that many people do not either believe or really understand that we all have guides, right? Like even yeah. our pets have guides. So they're, yeah. And then sometimes to your point, all of these limiting beliefs that maybe we, you know, we, we took on from our parents that we don't really realize hold us back. And then there's the generational stuff, right? So there's some stuff that you hear as individuals are supposed to heal for your generation. So your kids don't have to go through that. And I think once you start diving into it, it is like mind blowing. 100%. And it's so crazy too, because there's always a new layer to peel back. So one of the hardest types of (laughs) sessions for me to do is for a brand new client who I've never done a session for before, because there's so much there to unpack, right? They probably come with maybe three different things that they want to focus on. But within those three different things, there are 10 million possibilities that we can explore and dive into together. Um, So it's really, it's about peeling back those layers. And you'll find too, that there are some, I don't want to call them wounds, but There are some things that we're really here to focus on healing in this lifetime, and it may take more than one session or more than one type of healing to really get to the root and really to clear and heal whatever that thing is um, that's that's blocking us. So, yeah, it's it's so it's so fascinating to me how many different things there there can be that need to be to be healed in this lifetime. So. So with your clients, do you find that it is beneficial for the client to come in with an open mind and actually be willing to do the work, right? So to your point, you're able to shift 
those blocks and just move that energy around. But then to your point, I'm sure you're, you're, you're adding the coaching component, but I'm sure that people leave with homework, right? Because healing is very different for all of us. And sometimes our mind says, I know I shouldn't be with this person, but my heart is not ready to kind of comprehend that. And sometimes your healing process could take one year, could take yeah. two, right? And mm-hmm. as humans in this meat suit, we're like, no, Emily, I want it to be done now. So you just, <laughs> you shifted and you cut these cords. I'll be good tomorrow. And you're like, no. <laughs> oh, 100%. And the one thing I always have to remind people of too is, yes, Emily, I am the Akashic Records practitioner, but I'm also just a channel for your guides. So it's not up to me <laughs> to do the healing work for you. And I'm not responsible for the actions that you take following the session because I am I am simply just channeling the information that you need. But as a practitioner and as a human, I always want to make sure that I am asking the guides the right questions to make sure that you leave the session with those action-oriented steps and with a plan of how you can best hold yourself and support yourself through your own healing process and whatever. And it's going to look different for everybody. I mean, it's so interesting to me because people come to me with the same different types of situations or blocks that they have, but the guides, depending on the person, will give them totally different guidance and advice in order to move forward. So that's yeah, that's cool interesting. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that to your point, I mean, I, I love action you know, just Mm -hmm. being, I'm very, you know, action oriented and I'm a really good student, right? So let's just say in working with you, whatever that action plan would be, I would like follow it along. I, it's like, I have this blind faith to just be like, all right, this is what my guides are saying. This is what, you know, the information that Emily came up with and then putting that action plan together and working through it. Um, So I think that's the magical component of it. And, and I think to your point, like, where you're at, at your life is very different every single day, right? And even through your healing journey. So what may have worked before won't necessarily work now. So I love that you said, you know, that every time it's different, and maybe every session is different. And every tool that you use is different with your clients. So I love that about that as well. Absolutely. And I, I prefer I love to do coaching packages with my clients, because I find the benefit of being able to hold them in the space over the course of several sessions instead of just doing one reading one time. They're really able to see the benefit of the shifts that the guides are calling them and asking them to make because they have a coach who is there to be be there to support them, to watch them, to guide them through actually taking that action and making sure they're implementing some of the changes that they know that they need to make. So I love doing one-on-one sessions, but at the same time, you really get so much more of a benefit from doing a a coaching package of sessions for the Akashic Records. I love that. And I think that we all as individuals, no matter where we are in our life, you know, I think that we're always healing no matter what. And it's funny because in my healing journey recently, um, I was talking to, you know, one of my coaches that I work with, right? So I think that we all need coaches in the different phases or stages of our life. And it was exactly that. I was like, all right, I think I've healed all of these things. I think I'm good. And we were cracking up. She's like, all right, let's just take a break. Let's not ask for any more healing, but if you need it, it'll come up. And sure enough, a few days later, Emily, I kid you not, something came up. I was like, oh, okay, well, there it is. That's what I need to heal next. Thanks, spirit. So it's so funny how you're like, 
Well, sometimes you intuitively know that you need to heal something or maybe you're brokenhearted from a relationship, a divorce or, you know, loss of employment, whatever that may be, or just mm -hmm. feeling lost and unheard and unseen. But then sometimes you're like in a really good place filled with self-love and you're like, I'm good. And then you're like, oh, well, you need to, this traumatic experience that happened when you were three. And I was like, what happened when I was three? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> But my soul does, you know, so I, I agree on the coaching, you know, packages. And I agree on just that we all need help, you know, and it's it's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with us. It's just our souls evolving and, and kind of tying it, you know, tying that 5D into the 3D. Absolutely. And one of the biggest healing points for me on my own journey, too, is and it, of course, because I work with my own coaches and mentors to help support me through that process as well is just being able to see and recognize and be aware of some of the patterns, unconscious patterns mm -hmm. that I have had in my own life and patterns that stem from childhood, but also patterns that were perpetuated in past lifetimes as well. Um, and just becoming aware of those patterns so that now, okay, I know, just to give you an example, like I have a big pattern of overgiving where I mm -hmm. love to help others. Of course, you know, you see the work that I do, mm -hmm. um, but I love to give and give and give of my time and energy almost to a fault. And so working through that type of a pattern um, where I'm able to really learn how to receive and receive help and support for myself. Um, that has been a really big learning for me as well. So we all have those unconscious patterns that we perpetuate, but when we learn how to become aware of them, first of all, but then work on healing them and clearing them, we can see so much growth and expansion from moving beyond that. I love this subject and I'll, I'll give you one of my patterns. I'm definitely with you on that overgiving. So, you know, I've healed that with even just like being comfortable with boundaries. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. The other one, which is interesting is the, the challenges around like a relationship, right. And finding love. So being divorced for three years, you're like, all right, I've healed. Mm -hmm. I've gone through this. I am ready. And then as soon as the signs start and you're like, here's here he is you've manifested him it's funny because the old patterns or that old paradigm mindset kicks in for a minute yeah and you're like and then it's funny because you're like you manifested and you put the brakes on it you manifested and you put the brakes on yeah. it you're like oh my god so it's it's it becomes like to your point that awareness but what would you tell anyone in that situation you know including me like I think for me I'm able to pivot so I think that's where that awareness comes in so just because I have that old belief kind of peek in right that ego that gremlin that voice in your head that says you're not good enough you don't deserve mm -hmm. love you're like I got it I healed that I understand nope I manifested this gorgeous you know fantastic man of a package right and it's here now so let's go what would you say on that like as far as you know kind of shifting it and, and how quickly can you do it or does it impact your manifestations or even just your the, you know your forward momentum yeah totally that's a great question so of course, like we were just talking about awareness is the first key, just like being able to have that perspective of, okay, this is happening again. Like I'm aware. It's like abort, abort, abort. Yes, 100. I'm like, aware I'm having a bit of a trauma response. It's coming up again. It's that next layer that I need to heal and work through. Um, so for me, when that happens, I really like to give myself the time and space to work through whatever is coming up. So with that, I like to do a little bit of meditation to tune in to my guides, 
to see what awareness, what guidance they have to give me. Um, if, if for the listeners who aren't, don't have that skill set available to them yet, of course, we all have the ability to speak to our spirit guides and we can touch on that more later. But if you're still new to that and having conversations with your guides, journaling is a really great way to tap into those hidden feelings, those unconscious beliefs that are coming up that are, you know, getting in the way when you when you feel like you're hitting, <laughs> hitting that wall with that pattern coming up again. So just doing a little bit of journaling around what am I feeling at this moment? Like what's coming up for me? Um, one thing I really work with my clients on is diving into, well, what is that worst case scenario fear that I have with this situation? Because when we ask ourselves, like, what's the worst case scenario of being with this person that I've manifested, mm -hmm. um, that can help us realize, oh, like, actually, I'm really afraid of rejection, or I'm really af afraid of abandonment, or mm -hmm. I'm really afraid of, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's what's coming up here. That's what I'm bumping up against. And then when you're aware of the fear, we can work with a coach to kind of help clear and heal that fear um, to be able to move beyond it. Or we can simply hold ourselves in that space of, okay, recognize that this is coming up, that this heavy fear is here. I I see it, but I'm willing to hold myself through it. And maybe that, maybe you need a self-care day to help, you know, witness yourself through that. Maybe you need um, to do some deep breathing, or maybe you need an acupuncture session to help you like really move through the energy. So, and all of that, there are so many different energy medicines out there that people can tap into. Um, but I would definitely say the main steps are going to be having the awareness of the thing, doing a little bit of journaling, a little bit of self-reflection, and then doing some sort of healing session or working with a coach to help you to work through whatever that thing is. I love it. It's so cool. And I mean, geez, awareness alone, it's just mm -hmm. mind boggling. I think when I started my journey, I did, you know, every morning that automatic journaling or automatic writing. And yes. it's interesting because you're like, wait, did I say that? Or where did that yeah. come from? And some of this stuff that comes out, you're like, um, I don't, mm, did I make that up? So, you know, how do you work with someone that, you know, comes to you and that like, hey, Emily, you know, I've been journaling, but this stuff, you know, just comes up and I don't know where it's coming from. Did I make it up? Is it you know, cause I think our, our ego kind of steps in a little bit and you yeah. know, you, you have to have faith and trust that the messages are coming through. Um, and journaling is a big one. And I, I agree with you. I, I love journaling, but even just signs throughout, right? Like well, how, how does one not question yeah. that? Or how do you build, I guess you would say like that trust. The trust to, muscle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's an amazing question. And it's something that I teach in my intuitive and psychic development program is, how to tap into that energy of receiving guidance from your spirit guides, whether in meditation or in journaling, because yes, automatic writing allows you to, first of all, it allows your brain to move into a brainwave state similar to meditation. So you're able to access that, that communication, that information from your guides, because you're getting your ego mind out of the way and you're getting your, that mm -hmm. mental chatter out of the way. So automatic writing and just allowing yourself to have pen, put pen to paper and allow the information to flow through is a really powerful way to communicate with your guides. So I encourage my clients when they're first starting to practice automatic writing or meditation to just 
it, it's all about practice, putting mm-hmm. that pen to paper and developing those daily rituals um, where you're spending time with your guides. And when you're, and I also encourage my clients to ask for signs as well, um, just like you were saying, and be conscious and ask about and ask for a very specific sign that you want to see and you're and know and trust and know that your guides will bring it to you exactly when you need it the most. So for me and what I teach my clients, practicing it and really just mm-hmm. the, re- the repetition of doing it over and over and over again helps you to see, okay, yes, this is real. <laughs> like the information I'm receiving is real. The experiences I'm having in meditation are real. And that really just helps to build the muscle of, okay, my intuition is coming in. I'm really communicating with my guides. The the universe really does support me in whatever I choose to do in life. And I feel like that whole process is so powerful. Yeah, it's definitely a beautiful journey. And, you know, sometimes I even find, (laughs) I think it was recently something happened and I can't even remember specifically what it was, but, you know, it's just like a confirmation came through and I just started laughing like cracking up. Yeah. And I was like, this is comical, you know, and then it, it becomes like these little like magical breadcrumbs, you know, from the universe and from mm-hmm. your guides and source and God, you know, and it's just like, you become so amazed that you're able to kind of pick up on that message. And then the other cool thing that I've noticed is the fact that there's like a, there's a reaction, there's like a bodily thing happening, right? So for me, yeah. I feel, I feel my guides when they're with me, like in the back, like right above my elbows, right? So mm-hmm. right behind, they, I feel like they're holding me and it's this warmth that comes over on both sides on top of my elbows. And that like, that's so strong. And I'm like, okay, that's them, you know? So it's funny, once you start practicing, then you develop it and evolve and you're like, okay, this always happens to me. I feel this warmth. What is mm-hmm. that? You know, yeah. or even just, you know, Archangel Michael, like I feel him to my left and it's just the weirdest yeah. thing. And you're like, I, I, I don't, I don't physically see him, but I kind of do. It's so strange. I don't know if you want to expand on that a little bit. Yeah. And first of all, that's so cool that you have that awareness <laughs> and you feel those physical sensations and can recognize it. I mean, just, I want you to give yourself a pat on the back for, Yay, for that. Cause that's really awesome. <laughs> um, and not everybody has those physical sensations and feelings. Okay. So some clients actually are more visual or yes. they're more auditory with um, the information that comes through from the guides. It's, it's interesting for me because my gifts are more auditory. So okay. I, my primary gift is clear audience. Okay. So I hear information from my guides. Um, but when that information does come in, it has, it's hard to explain, but it has a little bit of an energetic texture to it. I can just feel and sense that that information that comes, that is coming in is not from me and is not from my ego mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like you were saying too, I will get the chills or the tingles. Mm-hmm. And I also, I, I do sense my guides on the right side of my body so if you ever do a reading with me you will see me like looking to the right and talking (laughs) over my shoulder because I'm having a conversation with them over my right shoulder (laughs) which is so funny Um, but I I don't want anybody listening to this to feel discouraged if they're not feeling those physical sensations in the body because not all clients do 
Um, and there are a whole variety of different psychic gifts. And we have access to all of them, but you, your gifts may be maybe different than ours. Um, and it's just learning how to tap into them and learning how to strengthen what your unique gifts are. So Emily, clear audience, I think that's one of my things because I hear messages yeah. too. So what would you say? Because typically the voice is, for the most part, at least at the beginning, I'm not that evolved, but it's almost like your voice, but it's not at the same time. Does that make sense at all? Yes. At least that's how it feels to me. Like, I'm like, okay, this just came through in my head, in my voice, but not my voice. Help. <laughs> exactly. 100%. That's how it first started for me. The first extremely clear audience experience that I had that I am aware of, I did a meditation to meet with a spirit guide for the first time. And when the spirit guide came into my awareness, I just heard all of these messages coming into my mind and they were in a different tone of voice and a mm -hmm. different texture of voice than how my own voice sounds in my head. So for me, usually spirit guide downloads will come through in a different tone of voice that's usually lower than mine. Um, and it also sounds a little bit more formal. Like the words that they choose to use are, are more mm -hmm. clear, direct to the point, and also a little bit more old school and a little mm -hmm. bit more formal than how I talk to myself. So, so yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. All right. So how does someone, so everyone has a spirit guides and I think you, you talked about a little bit that maybe we can kind yeah. of dive into that. So, you know, how would someone kind of tap into besides journaling, you know, like yeah. how do they kind of explore more on who their, their guides are and what does that look like for them? Yeah, absolutely. We all, and I just love teaching people this so much that we all have a huge team of spirit guides. We don't just have one. We have many. We also work with ascended masters. We also work with guardian angels. We work with galactic guides We and ancestors. And we have all of these different spirit guides who support us. And so I just love teaching people that because that gives you the awareness like, wow, I am not alone in mm -hmm. my experience. I am not no, you know, navigating life by myself. Um, of course, we have, you know, friends and family members in this physical world, but just having the, no the knowingness that we have these this whole spirit team who's supporting us is so, so, so powerful. So that, first of all, um, and then when we're learning how to tune into our guides, I teach my clients a little meditative technique to, of course, clear some quiet space and time may want to play yourself some binaural beats or some relaxing music. Take some deep breaths. And I teach them a technique to raise their vibration to make it a little bit easier for them to be able to access your spirit guides. But if you're new, if you're listening to this and you're new to doing, you know, meditation like this, all you really need to do is, again, take some deep breaths Set the intention, I wish to connect to my spirit guides, which gives them permission to communicate with you. And then ask them a question. Say, what guidance do I need to receive for my day today? And then just give a few moments and see if anything comes through. When you're first starting, you may 
It may be as simple as knowing or hearing that you are loved. It may be as simple as knowing or hearing that you're on the right path, or you may see a visual, or you may feel a sensation in your body like we were just talking about. Um, so that is probably the easiest way to get started. And I always encourage my clients to write down any experiences that they do have, because as you practice, as you do that type of meditation, that, that um, connection time more and more, you can look back and realize, wow, I've really opened up my third eye and my intuitive gift so much over time. I love that. And I think you're right. I think it's funny because I get a mix of, I get a mix of visuals. I get a mix of um, just either I hear messages or I have the feelings. It's funny because recently I've been seeing some like, you know, I, I see like black, like shadows. And it's, it's funny because mm -hmm. I'm trying not to close myself off. So I just kind of, I'm like, I'm not ready to see anything yet. Thank you. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. ready. <laughs> but it's funny because you're like, okay, I get it. Um, but even just those visuals, right? Like I, what I do is that I'll, I'll see intuitively, like what, it, what, what's the symbol, you know, um, yeah. this weekend I, I received my master of Reiki um, certification. So that was yeah. awesome. And part of that experience, you know, we did a, you know, chat with your spirit guides, little meditative session, and they give you a gift. So basically like, what do I need? And it was interesting because they gave me, or he gave me, it was a blue rose. Ooh. and I was like all right blue rose and then I got a lotus so I'm like all right so intuitively I was like all right so blue roses is not something that is normal right it's something yeah. that's created it's yeah. creative it's imaginatory I think the roses are also tied to the to the bible in the sense you know kind of that holy grail and mm -hmm. you know lotuses are that rebirth and going into the week, you know, with my certification, I was just working with myself on like, I deserve everything that I've manifested and everything that is coming in. And just being in that space of allowing, right? So I'm such yep. a giver, and I'm really good at manifesting. So now I'm tweaking it to be more about like, all right, I'm really good at allowing, I'm really yes. good at receiving, and I deserve this. Yeah. So when I got home, and I journaled some more, and I even looked online for like spiritual meanings, I was like, that makes perfect sense. And it's funny how these signs come in just when you need them so it was like that spark of hope you know like you deserve this you deserve yes, this absolutely 100 percent. so 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 cool and uh, oh my gosh congratulations I Good I love you. that you had that experience and you got to communicate with your guides and they gave you a little present for for that so yay precious yeah so I think the other thing that I wanted maybe to have you talk about was I know you offer different programs so if anyone is interested in either maybe figuring this out for themselves or maybe they're further along in their process and they want to be able to offer this as a spiritual you know business out there yeah. and I think that where we're at today from a collective group, I think that most people are kind of awakening to a different lifestyle, a different way of living, and maybe kind of tapping more into the spiritual side. So I know you have some really cool programs. So if you want to share with, you know, the listeners, how can they, you know, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my biggest teachings is that we are all intuitive and that we all have access to our psychic and intuitive gifts. And that can be a superpower that can help us in so many different ways in life. It can help us make better, more aligned decisions. It can help us connect with the right people and avoid the wrong people. And it can help us manifest things 
and just feel more aligned with our life path and our life circumstances in general. So I have a program called the Cosmic Kickstarter, which is a 10-week group coaching program where I lead beginner intuitives through a series of teachings and coaching and activities to help them connect to and unlock their psychic and intuitive gifts. And one of the most important things we do in that program is I (laughs) gently force them (laughs) into practicing on each other. So the value of being in a group program is not only do you get the support and the friendships from the people within the group, but you also get to practice your intuitive gifts on them. And it is so crazy for me to witness them and watch them as they tune into the energy of each other within the group and actually receive valuable intuitive insights and guidance for the other group members. And that that makes sense is totally invaluable. And it also shows you like, wow, what I'm doing is real. And the information I'm receiving is real and valid. Um, And then that helps you on your own journey, because it makes you more confident about tuning into your own gifts and receiving guidance from your own spirit guides as well. Um, And we also talk about mediumship, which is connecting to loved ones on the other side. So I teach my clients in the Cosmic Kickstarter how to do that as well and how to use their psychic and intuitive gifts to have conversations with their loved ones, um, which is really powerful and really healing as well. And at this point in time, I am currently working on launching a certification program. That's awesome. Yes, thank you. So Um, For anyone who's going through the beginner level, the Cosmic Kickstarter, you will get certified as a self-practicing intuitive, um, so you can use the guidance for yourself. And then the next level to that, you will receive the level two certification, which is as a certified intuitive and mediumship practitioner. So I am super (laughs) jazzed about bringing the next level of psychics, intuitives, and mediums into the world who feel called to do this professionally to help others. And so the certification program is going to give those clients who are ready to take those intuitive gifts to the next level, that ability to be able to show that the, Mm -hmm. to show others um, that they are certified to be able to do that. Um, So those are the two main group programs that I run at this time. And then I also do one-on-one coaching for anybody who's who is open to taking their spiritual gifts to the next level, as well as um, anyone who is open to launching their own spiritual business. I do a lot of business mentoring. Um, I do a lot of just general life guidance mentoring and so on and so forth. And um, all of the mentoring that I do is within the Akashic Records, which we have talked about earlier in this podcast. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think one of the things that ironically enough that resonated with, with me um, was that you left your corporate job, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. do this. So recently, January 5th, I resigned from corporate America Woo! to do basically, you know, I'm a certified coach through IPEC. I am also the, you know, um, I got my master Reiki. I'm working through EFT right now. So I love all things that are energy. And I don't know what that looks like, but my thought process for my business that I launched this year um, was just either working with organizations 
to tap into like the energy of their culture and help people mm-hmm. from the inside out or work with, you know, high achieving women that want to take their life to yep. the next step. Or maybe, you know, like we're settling in some areas, maybe relationships, jobs, you know, yep. situations or whatever that is. So, you know, I think that you gave me that little confidence of like, you can do this because it's, it's difficult. You know, I, I, I left a very, successful career you know as a human resources executive and I'm like but I want to do something for me and and be able to thrive right not have that ceiling um so that was one of the things that resonated most with me is that and I think you recently posted it again just about your journey that you left and you know even telling people your family friends like nobody understands this and they think you're batshit crazy (laughs) yes (laughs) and sometimes you do like and it's funny because the ego kind of gets in the way but the beauty of this is just the awareness they're like I hear it like myself saying like are you crazy because even since I've left I've gotten a few opportunities like VP of human resources executive for this and I'm like no but I can come consult for you I can do this for your business you know like there's still an angle and I'm still working through things I can't say that I've solidified anything just yet like that Mm -hmm. is to that dimension but I'm like I feel it intuitively that it's coming but the yeah. ego and impatientness in me, like it's it's a it's a battle sometimes daily, you know, that I have to redirect those thoughts. So um, I wanted to say thank you for being brave and kind of taking that leap of faith. You know, like it's ironic that, you know, doing this, you don't even realize that sometimes you impact other people yeah. along their journey. Oh, well, thank you. And congratulations to you, too. That is huge. Oh, my gosh. Like, I would love to give you a big virtual hug for that. because It is so scary. It is not easy. But truly, it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And of course, I mean, there you still end up bumping up against things you end up going on your own healing journey of letting go of the employee mindset and kind of extracting yourself from the the old paradigm of needing to work in a nine to five job to be successful. I, um, mm-hmm. I worked for a major fortune 500 company and I had great benefits and a great salary. And, you know, it, on, on the outside, it looked amazing on paper, but on a soul level, I was not fulfilled whatsoever from that job. And I knew that I was being called to a deeper level of service and I knew yes. that I was being called to help others in a much more profound way than the work that I was doing for that company at that time. Um, and I, I, they were calling me so strongly to leave about a year ago and I did. And I am so glad that I made the leap because you can accomplish so much in a year. You can accomplish so much when you finally get that time back, um, that you have been spending, uh, working for somebody else. And so when you have that time back, all of a sudden it's like, wow, I have so much more creative energy. I have so so much more, you know, so many more opportunities that I can create for myself and that I can look for outside of myself. And it becomes just such an exciting journey. So for anyone out there who's listening, who is feeling like you're kind of getting ready to leave your job and you're ready for that next step, that next level to do something new, you're being called to do that for a reason. (laughs) So, So listen to that call, follow that call and leap before you're ready uh, and you will not regret it. Yeah, either that or you'll find yourself in a big ocean with no flotation devices and it's like now you have to yeah. figure it out. Or the universe the way will they take work. care of the job yes. for you. Yes. So, 
<laughs> I have seen that happen to a lot of yep. my clients. So definitely mm-hmm. leave before you're ready. Yep. And the signs get very loud, which is what happened to me. Like, I think they started last year and I was like, I hear you. I got it. And it's like, we told you. And I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And it got so uncomfortable that you're like, okay, I got it. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> yeah. It was wild for me because as the weeks leading up to me actually putting in my final notice, I realized I was at a point where I couldn't work, do the work anymore. It was like looking at my old spreadsheets. It, they looked like a different language. I was like, I can't even function in this job. Um, so I, I, you know, I need something in me has shifted. My frequency has shifted. My yes. consciousness has shifted. And I, this is not the place where I can be anymore. So Yes, I love that. Yes. So thank you because totally resonates. And it's exactly that, that, that vibrational shift makes such a difference. 100%. And um, the entrepreneurship jersey journey is definitely not the easiest thing in the world, but it's so rewarding in so many ways. And it's so much fun. And it, it opens you up to a whole new universe of people and experiences. And it's just, it's so creative and so much fun. So well, I am so excited. And, you know, I think that um, I really appreciate you being on our show today and, you know, kind of sharing your um, experiences and even like your expertise and how you work with other individuals. Do you think there's anything maybe that kind of comes to mind now as we kind of close up that you would give to the listeners, any final tips or anything else at all that maybe we didn't touch on? Yeah, absolutely. I would say my biggest advice and guidance is to carve out a little bit of space and time for yourself every single day, even if you're extremely busy. Most of my clients um, are moms or are married and we're in a committed relationship and have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things that are going on. And when they commit to perhaps that's um, setting your alarm clock a little bit earlier in the morning, so that you can get up and have 15 minutes for yourself. Or maybe that's changing around your schedule, your calendar a little bit, so that you can carve out those 15 minutes for yourself. But give yourself that a little bit of time every single day to do your self-care and to either do a little bit of meditation or to take a bath or to do the journaling that we've talked about. It can make a huge difference in how you feel, especially if you are resonate with being an overgiver, like we've mm-hmm. talked about today. Um, really giving yourself that time and energy daily, if you can, is so powerful and so important. I love it, and and just that incorporation of the self care. You know, yeah. that is self care is so important, especially the busier you are, and you know, and if you're a mom, you're giving to these little, you know, beautiful little people, and. You know, yeah. or if you're in a relationship or even if you're not, I mean, my, my single journey has just been about self-love and giving to myself. And I yes. mean, today I was like Huge. glowing. I went to the gym. I went to the chiropractor. I got home. I had breakfast. I meditated. I did my journaling. I did all of these things. And I was just glowing, you know, smiling from ear to ear. And I'm like, I am fulfilled, you know? So I love that advice. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yay. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun. I am so excited for all the listeners who are just really diving into their spiritual journey because it is so worthwhile and it just makes you feel so connected to yourself and to the universe. And it just helps you understand who you are at the soul level. So 
Hey, thank you so much, Emily. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. I hope that you enjoyed your time today with us on Unconscious Blueprint with Emily as we discuss the Akashic Records, our spirit guides, some tools that we can easily incorporate into our lives and other resources to help align you to your life's purpose to self-love while healing and clearing any energy blocks that may come up. You know, what's interesting is that through this process of the unconscious blueprint, through the topics and the people that I have on the show, what's ironic and magical and confirmation for me yet again is that sometimes these messages are even more about confirming my intuitive hits and my intuitive gifts and aligning me and just kind of keep pushing me forward on my path and confirmation that I am on the right path. And that was the goal when I started Unconscious Blueprint. It was about being raw, vulnerable, and transparent on my path and my journey while being of service to others, while being able to lift up our collective group, while being able to bring awareness that we are all going through something. So if we can come together and help each other along the way, we are so so much better together and self-love is where we start and sometimes we are not loving of ourselves and we are not gentle or compassionate with ourselves so I hope that today you're walking away with a golden nugget a little something or even just confirmation that your intuitive gifts and your intuitive hits are real and the messages and signs that you've been seeing are in alignment with your true purpose and confirmation of where you're supposed to be and where you are headed. If you want to find out more about Akashic Records or working with Emily, please visit her website at the mystic at emilythemystic.com. That is emilythemystic.com. Or you can find her on Instagram, YouTube. She is doing some really big things for the collective, working with individuals to increase their confidence, their psychic abilities, and heal themselves along the journey to self-love. If you've resonated with the Unconscious Blueprint and would love to find out more about my coaching services, please visit my website at stellar-synergy.com. I work with both high-achieving women reaching their goals in half the time without sacrificing their peace of mind or settling for less than they deserve, while working with organizations and shifting the vibration of the organizational culture from the inside out. You can find me on LinkedIn, on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube under Stellar Synergy for more tips and resources. And again, you can go to my website, my social media accounts are linked that way as well. So I look forward to connecting with you and sending you much love and light. Until next time, Barbie.